Welcome back to episode two of the Here We Are podcast. Babe, we made it. Ooh, we're back. We did it. We didn't, we didn't hate us said we weren't going to make it, but we did it. <laughs> we did it. Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Started episode one, now we're episode two. Well, welcome back to the Here We Are podcast, a podcast hosted by me, Eri, aka Eri Bay. Along with me is my co-host, Ipek. From a Cinder's Wish. That's the one. How are you, Ipek? I'm good, Eli. How are you? Start this so formally. I know. I just want to check you in. You never call me Ipek. I just want to work with you. Babe, babe, darling. Babe. I just want to check in see how your week was, how your week's been. Yeah, good. It's been quite hectic because obviously we're getting ready for our talk. Um, oh, yes. At the Excel. I was saving that for the end, but let's get oh, straight in. You? I was going to big you up. I was going to give you your flowers at the end, darling, but... Oh. Let's get into it at the beginning. You've uh, got a big thing coming up, haven't you? Yeah, we've been invited to speak at the White Label Expo in XL London, me and Patek, to talk about how we grew our business using social media. Um, so we're excited about that. Um, excited and nervous, but we're getting there. Oh, you'll be amazing. I know you will. Well, I, for one, am excited to see you up there on stage performing because you usually tell me around. You usually see me performing it's on stage. So oh, God, yeah, it's true. Now it? I'm seeing Don't you. Don't say that because I already get so nervous just watching you. Like, Yeah, but I'm it's just... different being a stand-up comedian to delivering a keynote, talking about everything you know already. Uh, yeah, but you know your comedy, so... Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not an expert at it. I'm not an expert at making people laugh just yet. I'm still practising. You are. You make oh, me laugh every day. stop it, darling. You, you do. You, you make our kids laugh every you day. You say all the right things to me, didn't well, you? Well, you do. I'm not going to lie. You do. I'm also performing this week as well. I've got a little uh, open mic stand-up spot, and I? That's Wednesday right. night. So it's That's a bit right. of a busy week for both of us, isn't it, coming up? It is. It's very, um, it's very hectic. And you know when you know you've got something coming up, you can't see anything past that nope. day? So it's like literally we're just like Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Countdown. Gonna celebrate afterwards? Yeah. Pink gin. Maybe a little cheeky Chinese. Oh, a takeaway. Why not, girl? Why not? Why not? What about you? How's your week been? My week's my week's been alright. So I am um, on Friday I went to the London Eye, didn't I? You did for a champagne reception in the champagne pod. Amazing. Got to have some champers on the on the London Eye. That was quite nice. Lovely. Not a bad way to spend a Friday. Not. But we've had half term, haven't we? We have. We've been busy. And the weather's been awful oh, to do anything. I think out of all the half terms, February is the worst. It one. is. It's, it's, there's nothing to do. There's nothing to do. The weather's rubbish. People still not got money from Christmas. Exactly. It's just a bit rubbish. But we did go Colchester Zoo, which we, we did. Love. We had a day at the zoo. That was nice. We do. Uh, that is my favourite zoo. Definitely. Paying to see animals hiding. I know. The thing is, it's a bit like it's always a bit bittersweet because now when every time I go to a zoo, I'm just like I feel like they're caged in. I don't really like it. Is. it. They are, and I feel like you're looking at the animals. They're like a bit like dead behind the eyes, and they're looking at us dead behind the eyes because we're dead they behind the eyes. What? <laughs> Bring the whole thing that really upsets me. Don't say that. No, it's lovely to see them. It's nice it to is, see and animals, I like in Colchester you can feed the giraffes, which we didn't get to do this time. No, because you've got to book that well in advance. Never used to, did you? I don't remember last time. You we said just rolled we didn't. up last time and just did, did we? it. Maybe we jumped the queue or something. I don't know. Do you know what? Imagine. I mean, it wouldn't put it past us, would you? I would not put it past us. Hustler, hustler. Not on purpose. Though, not on purpose. Didn't. Obviously, without realizing. <laughs> no, I think it was just queue up. It was just like a queue up thing. Yeah, probably. Listen, I've got beef to pick with you. I'm not happy with you. You mean am I? you've got a bone to pick with me, or I've you've got... got beef with me, or you've got beef? To... You, I got a beef to fix with you. Here we go. Here we go. Picking up my grammar. I don't understand. I got a beef with you. I've got a bone to pick with you. I've got okay. beef. I've got beef with you. Oh. Well, I had one of my dreams last night, didn't I? Oh, for God's sake! I'm bringing it up on the show, darling. I'm oh. putting it out there. Go on then. Last night, mm -hmm. I had a dream mm -hmm. that you 
said you didn't love me anymore and you wanted to leave me and you wanted to go out clubbing with your mates. Okay, I'm going to tell you why there's so many things wrong with that sentence. Yeah, well, no, let me finish my dream first. Oh, right, okay, And I was ahead. pleading with you and I was like, but why? We've got a beautiful family. She's like, oh, I don't care. I just want to just go. And you was telling me, no, you was telling me, go and meet someone else. Is that what I was saying? Yeah, you was telling me, go and meet someone else, go and meet other girls, go out. And I'm like, I don't want to go out. Right, does this sound like me? No. Right, well, there you go then. But it, it upset me. Yeah, and when you woke up, you told me that straight away, just yeah. as you opened your eyes. Yeah, and it I t- just wasn't very nice. I was waiting for an apology and a bunch of flowers. And I told you, I was like, it was just a dream. I'm sorry, I gave you a kiss. And I even said I'm sorry for something that I didn't even do. <laughs> and you still might, we're still talking about we it eight hours later. Because it. it happens. And I think, I think it happens to a lot of people. Because I put it out there on the talk, and people were saying they have the same thing all the time when their partner dream cheats. They they uh get they get angry with them. All right, for the first five minutes, maybe after you've woken up, but you've, we're still talking about eight hours later. Well, I, it impacted me. Okay, I'm very sensitive. You pick you know, rolls eyes. <laughs> for those that can't see, <laughs> but you know what? I realised what was the last thing you said to me before I went to bed last night. <laughs> what was the last thing you? This could be why I had this dream. What was the last thing you said to me? The very last thing. This is a scoop, yeah, of what goes on. The pillow talk that we have as a couple. Oh. What was the last thing you said to me, babe? <laughs> Come on. Come on, you got to say it. I'm, I'm, putting you, I'm putting you on blast, honey. I said, Emma, can you turn your head because your breath is humming? I said, it still stinks of garlic. And, but I, obviously, I brush my teeth multiple you times. Do, I, you do, you do. Know, and, and but it was like that garlic pungent garlic smell but i hadn't eaten garlic since friday friday and this yeah, was I saturday know. night i don't know why and yet you could still smell I garlic could smell it because i didn't say anything on all day and yeah. the day before oh so you could smell it throughout the day yes and you didn't say nothing all no, day because i was like obviously you had garlic and it was worse because i think it was <laughs> worse for me because i didn't eat dinner with you that night so i didn't eat that yeah so that's why i could smell, smell it. it, yeah. But I like there was not much garlic in that dinner. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but there was just a really garlicky smell. And has it gone now? Well, I can't. You're a bit far away from me, but I'll tell you when <laughs> later. Um, That'll be on next week's episode. But it was like I, I'd been nice all day, and then you know, at night time, once I get tired, it's yep. no holes barred. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in fact, and just before you went to sleep, yep. and I can just turn your head because you were literally, br- and it was nice because you were cuddling me, but I was like. I can't take this. I don't want to move. I don't want to move because I'm really comfortable. I want him to move. And I, I just, I had no words for it. No, I know, I just, but you're so sweet at I night. Especially you just like, went, okay. okay. You're like, I just brushed my teeth. Like, what, where is this garlic coming from? But then today as well, I still smell it. Yeah. So. It's what, like, think of how many, I've had four meals since yeah. then. Two days have passed and yet my breath still pongs of garlic. Hopefully there you go. it doesn't. And that's why I had my dream. Yeah, it is, that is possible. I do hold my hands up to that. <laughs> that was the start of it. Yeah. So on the last week's episode, we talked mm-hmm. about how we met. We talked mm-hmm. about the journey and all the ups and downs in between. Mm-hmm. So I thought, let's talk about dating. Let's mm-hmm. talk about courting, how I courted you and how mm-hmm. we courted each other. How we got to the point where we were like, realised we were going to be the ones, as it mm-hmm. were. Because obviously, you know, you're starting out, you're dating someone, you're going, mm-hmm. going steady, as it were. But you don't know if they're going to be the one or how. How soon did you know that I was the one? Oh, I'm putting on Do the you spot know here. what? Put you on the spot here. After all the stuff of oh, I got barriers and blah blah oh, blah, yeah. and then, and then I think <clears throat> I'm a typical Gemini. So oh yeah, if I 
am happy, I'm very happy. And if I'm annoyed, I'm very annoyed. And like I'm a Leo is... and I'm just always happy. Yeah, you're lovely. Oh, thanks, babe. Um, Except when you annoy me, but we'll get into that. <laughs> um, and in relationships, I am either all in, and if I'm in, I'm in 200%. Yeah. But if I'm out... You're out. I don't want to really know. Like, I'm completely... So I think after that barrier conversation, you kind of won me over. Right. And then it was like, I just feel for you pretty much straight away after that. Like, then it was like... Because you know when you're not on someone, you start getting the ick, you oh, know? the ick, yeah. That's what they call it. The kids call it these days. That's the what ick. they call it, the ick. It's a really good way to explain that. Yeah. But with you, it was like we'd already had the ick at the beginning. <laughs> we got it out of the way. We were just like, you know what? Just get it done. And Move like on. we said... Like we said last time, don't give up on things because I pursued it. Like I, I persevered. Persevered. I pursued. You pursued. You per- well, I persevered. Anyway, let's let's not get into who persevered and who pursued. And then, because I was so open to it, and then we had started having more things in common, mm-hmm. that I just fell pretty much straight away because I was so open to it. Mm. And then I was like, oh my god, he's an amazing guy. Like he's lovely. And. Um, yeah, I just kind of fell for you straight away. I did yeah. pretty much go, yeah. What well, about I mean, you? I'd say it's probably like two or three weeks. I said straight away. You, well, said that, two you know, or three straight weeks. I mean, straight away. Like, that was yeah. straight away. That was, we met each other's parents quite quickly as well. How long? Well, I'd met your dad on the boat, didn't I, before I'd even really got you your did. number. You Me did. and your dad had a girl chat. Yeah, you did. But I remember that day coming to meet your parents. Mm, do you remember that on the DLR? I, I was so nervous. I. Honestly, I don't think I've told you this, but you were acting so crazy. I don't know what was that up with me. I remember an exact moment on the DLR thinking of I made a mistake. What, on the way to your parents' house? Yeah, because you were scaring me with the way you were acting because you were like so over the top. And I was like, I can't live with someone like this. It's, it's misplaced energy and adrenaline, I think. You were so crazy. It was a nerve. You were so nervous. Turned into adrenaline. That then just was misplaced because I couldn't I couldn't channel my adrenaline. Do you and know nerves. what you were doing? Do you even remember what you were doing? I just saying? remember trying to make silly jokes. You were making silly jokes and you were doing impressions and we're <laughs> on the DL you just kept doing these voices and we're like sitting on the DLR, <laughs> like it's rush hour, like everyone's coming home, it's packed, and I'm like, I can't be with someone who's acting like we're just sitting on the train, like and, but you were so nervous. You, now I know you and I understand mm. you were nervous. But I was like, why is he acting this way? Like, I can't be with someone who's... Like, I honestly had... I had a moment of, have I made a mistake? That's wow. how crazy you were acting. It was like a cross sliding doors moment, literally. Yeah. So it you, could have been kicked off the DLR. Yeah, it could have been like, actually, and I, this is not going to work for me. Well, I made it to the parents' you house. You did. You I, got, I made it through that final round, the you final did. boss. You were so nervous. I was nervous when I... And it was right. I remember I took flowers for your mum. You did. And some cigars for your dad. You did, which he loved. Yeah. And I remember meeting Alfie. My doggy. Your dog. Uh, and your mum for and the first Bobby. time. And Bobby. No, Bobby wasn't there. Bobby wasn't there. No, you just had Alfie. So we went round for dinner on a Friday night, I believe it was. I think so, yeah. It was a Friday night and met your parent, met your mum for the first time because I hadn't met your mum. You hadn't met my mum. Which is like... weird because obviously meeting the dad is traditionally the more scarier part. My dad is not the scary one. My mum is the scary one. But I was, <laughs> but I'd met your dad and I was more nervous about meeting your mum. Yeah. Um, but, which so you should be. But it was all fine. Mm. I was a gentleman. I was charming. They love you more than they love me. Honestly, it, that is the truth. That's what happens when you're a guy like me. 
That's what happens. That's yeah. what happens. And then on the Sunday, you met my mum. I do, and I took her flowers. You took her flowers. To Faye. Oh, but then we can talk about, actually, where did we go that night? Do yes, you remember? Yes, I do remember. Because we joke about it now, don't we? Yeah. We say that I met Robert De Niro and your mum on the same day. <laughs> I mean, who can say that? How many <laughs> exactly. people can say that they met the Robert De Niro time. the same day as meeting their mother-in-law? Yeah. yeah. Because we met, you met my mum. Yeah. And then we drove to West End because we had tickets to the premiere of Righteous Kill, a film with Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Yeah. And we, we it was like a big deal for us because obviously we were both film buffs and we both loved like Goodfellas and Godfather and they were like And it was the first time they were going to be on screen since Together, Heat, yeah. Since that one scene in Heat. Yeah. But this was a film they were in together and we went to the premiere and we were sitting on the edge and obviously 50 Cent, Al Pacino and De Niro came out to introduce the film and then when they all give a round of applause, Robert De Niro is walking down the aisle mm-hmm. next to me and I'm sitting on the edge and I thought, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it now. Mm-hmm. So I just stood up and went, Mr. De Niro, and put my hand out. And he looked at me and he just sort of went, yeah. And he shook my hand and I just went, huh. And I remember just sitting in my seat, just staring at my hand, looking at you going, what just I, happened? I just was looking at him like, oh my god but it was a real like if he'd have ignored you i would have hated him after that yeah and like, i think he could have he could have well have. he could have because you didn't have to shake your hand no. because you were in like a premiere setting it's a premiere it's like it's industry people it's not yeah. like a fan yeah well fans yeah, well but, it's fans yeah. but it's like industry people <clears throat> but after that i was just like i still love this like i just love this man i remember i just i don't remember the first 10 minutes of the film because i was just sitting there staring at my hand going oh my god that's yeah i mean it's not the most memorable of movies i can't remember I it mean, at all. yeah exactly um but yeah i met your mum that day as yeah, well you did and um i took her flowers and she was lovely and she she still is lovely um, was you nervous at all well yeah i was nervous um because i met your, your brother as, brother well. as yeah. well that day so it was like i was meeting everybody all at once mm-hmm. and like obviously like like they were lovely they were all yeah. lovely but and after the first like 10 minutes i felt right at home and i think your mum and my mum were very similar mm-hmm. in the way they talk you know they both speak english predominantly yeah They've been here since they were really little, but they can go to Turkish, you know, they're yeah, typical uh, tea drinking mums. Oh yeah, and, they love a cup of tea. Um, well, I love a cup of tea. Yeah, but they're very similar. So it was like, I was right at home. As it, it was a very comfortable setting for me. Mm-hmm. And it was lovely. It was lovely. And, you know, we've still got a very close relationship with your mum. She's we lovely. Have. We have. Got yeah. And likewise. Yeah. Oh. And then our relationship began. It yeah. blossomed. When was the first time you met my sister? Oh, on the boat. Well, I met no the nightclub. Mary in the nightclub. Oh yeah, in yeah, Cyprus. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like looking out for it. her and my cousins were like looking out because I was the only single one in it out That's of right. them all. And then there's and a they were like, what about him? What about what him? About him? He and then a bit my more sister right. was like, he's funny, isn't he? Oh, of he's I like am. pushing me towards. Cool, I am. Cool, I am. Do you remember? When we first said I love you. Yes, I do remember, yes. Do you remember? Yeah. Where was we? At Floridita. We was indeed over a mojito. Doesn't doesn't um exist, exist anymore. anymore. No, it's number one one hundred Wardour Street now. Yeah. Oh. It was a was it a Cuban Cuban, it, Cuban. Was. it was Cuban restaurant. And we got engaged there as well. And then we did We had yeah. an engagement party. Beautiful there. engagement party. But I remember sitting there and I think you said it first. I remember correctly. I don't remember. I think you did. You was like, can I tell you something? Oh, possibly. That sounds like me. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you something? <laughs> Which is ironic because when we were rhyme back to when I said, can I kiss you? 
Yeah. Ask it a question. See? Yeah. Came full circle. You was doing yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. He was like, can I tell you something? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, I love you. And I was like, can I tell you something back? What? I love you too. <laughs> and then we did a selfie on like our first Nokia. Oh my God, do you remember? It was like a Nokia phone. It wasn't Pixelated. even an iPhone. Yeah. It was in the dark as well over a mojito. Crazy. But I remember those days and I remember just being treated like an absolute queen. Like... Oh. You did. You were like, you know, you used to take me everywhere because we were both in the West End and we used well, to we finish were young. work. We had, we, had, we had money. We were, you know, we were working. Yeah, we, we like, were working. Yeah, didn't have responsibilities. Living yeah. at home. And you, and you, uh, you just used to like. We finished. Used to finish work. You were like, come on, we're going out. You used to oh, like, and I just remember frivolous. you taking my hand. Frivolous with our money. And just taking me like. Like running, like walking down the streets of oh, yeah. Soho, like London taking boy. me here, taking me there. Whisking your and feet. I just felt swept off my feet. And I honestly feel like everybody deserves to be treated like that. Don't take anything less. Know your worth mm -hmm. because we didn't meet till later on. And I yeah. don't know if we've said this, but no. we didn't meet until I was 28. I was 27. Toy boy over here. So it was like we'd both had other relationships and it was like, it is true what they say. He or she is out there. You've just got to look and yeah. don't settle because yeah. everybody's perfect one is different. Mm -hmm. That might not be someone's perfect one. But for me, that was my perfect one. And it was like, don't just know your worth. Don't take anything less than you deserve. Oh, wow. No, but it's no, that's true. the truth for anybody. Anybody don't think... Because there was times in my life, I'm sure there was times in your life when you thought, I'm not going to meet anyone. Yeah. No, I was 28. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you know what it's like being a Turkish Cypriot girl? Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and boy as well. Yeah. You What's just happening? think. Yeah. You get married. You're getting to 30 now. What's going Ooh, on? 30, you no kids. kids. No yeah. kids at 30. Whoa, what's going and on? And it's like, you know, I did feel pressure, but. I got to the point when I was kind of like, I'm not just going to settle down with someone who is okay. Yeah. I want someone who's going to sweep me off my feet. And that's why I feel like with you, because we gave it a good go and I was like, it, it, I just fell for you. And oh. and honestly, it was the best decision I ever made oh, because I'm the happiest I've ever been in my life. So oh. I would say just know your worth. He's out there. She's out there. Keep looking and... You never know yeah. what's around the corner. <laughs> never know. It's not about finding the perfect person. It's about finding the perfect person, person for, for you. you. Exactly. Oh, pow! Stick that in a book. Pow, Stick that pow. in a quote. <laughs> Get that on the wall. Exactly. Exactly. And for us, it was... It was, it was. Well, I remember you getting pressured quite a bit because you was putting pressure on me. Oh, do you remember? You oh, my God. I know where this is going. <laughs> you was giving it all. <laughs> you was giving it all. <laughs> My family are asking when we're going to get married. <laughs> are we going to get married, Errol? What's going on? What's going on, Errol? But the thing is, like, I knew early on you were the you were the girl I want to be with forever. Really? Oh, I knew, I knew. Obviously, you know, we said straight away we fell in love. We, you know, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I knew I wanted to marry you. I just wasn't ready to marry you then. Yes. And I think it's so weird. And I've speak to a lot of people, a lot of guys, and that that have gone through the same thing. And they all say that. And I want to explain explain that they're like, that's exactly how it is. Like, I know I want to be with her. I know she's the girl of my dreams. I know that's the one I'm going to marry, but I'm just not ready to do that yet. I'm not ready to pop the question yet. Mm, mm. And it's such a weird, because it's like, I know that that's, that's you're the girl I want to walk down the aisle. I want to see walking down the aisle. You're the girl I want to marry. You're the girl I want to have a future with, but I'm not ready to do it yet. Mm. Even though, obviously, we were pushing late 20s, which in our community is seen mm. as oh, over the over the hill. And oh, when you look back spinsters. now, you think we were babies. I know. So. You look at a 27-year-old now and you'd be like, what are you getting married for that yeah, age? Yeah, exactly. But I remember the moment I knew yeah. that, right, I'm ready to do this now. When? And it wasn't it wasn't when 
you was pressuring me. You was asking me, what's going on? What's the plan? What's the roadmap? What's the roadmap? What's going on? Uh, We were on holiday Mm -hmm. in my nan and granddad's house. Mm -hmm. And we'd been out maybe the night before. I think, I don't know. I woke up and obviously houses in Cyprus are very open plan. They're very echoey and you can hear everything. And I woke up and I was laying there, like obviously just coming around. And I remember just hearing you in the kitchen with my grandma and my granddad just talking. And you were just like getting breakfast, just really mundane conversation. But I just remember hearing that and just being like, yeah, I'm ready now. This is, this is, it's quite, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. But it was it's this moment, this really visceral moment for me. It was like, I was laying there and I was just like, I could hear you and my nan talking. And I was just like, yeah, I'm ready now. When we get from holiday, I'm going to go and buy a ring. Oh, baby. Yeah. And I did. Spent ages trying to find a ring. And God bless both your grandparents. They yeah. were like my grandparents. Rest in peace. I love them. Rest in peace. I love them so much. I, like, honestly, I lost my nan. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, there's a whole spiritual side to this. Where we oh, can get I just into. thought of that. I just thought of that. Your fortune telling. Yeah. Um, we should. But it was like, literally, the year my nan, who was like my second mum, died. She died in March. Mm-hmm. And I met you in August. But and you face-bagged me in February. Okay. <laughs> um, but it was like, I lost my nan and I gained one with yours because she year. was just like my nan. Mm. Like, she was sweet. She was loving. She was all the cooking, like, yeah. everything. She was the sweetest lady. And your granddad, like, I was so close to him as well. And he was such a lovely, lovely man. And it was just, I loved just spending time with them yeah. because it was like I'd lost mine and I'd gained them but I think also the thing about us we're very family oriented yeah. we're very family driven I think that those values of what what kind of almost kept us together almost mm. or what brought us together even more and I think mm. yeah hearing that conversation and it was probably talking about something random about potatoes or something like that but mm. it was just hearing that conversation and pottering in the kitchen making stuff boiling the kettle and this that and the other and I was like that's it I need to get a ring I knew it I was like bang I'm going back get a ring Bish bash bosh and then proposed. And my ring, I will say, I do I wear jewellery? No. There not is really. one thing I always wear, and that is my evil eye necklace. I've mm-hmm. worn an evil eye necklace since my nan passed away. She'd given me one. I yeah. that is I'm not big jewellery I'm not a big jewellery person. So I wouldn't have liked the job of buying me a ring that I'm gonna wear for the Listen, rest of my buying life. Buying a ring is stress. Like and obviously like and you had no idea how fussy I was oh then because I was still holding it down. God. <laughs> I was, oh, the stress I had. If I had a hairline then, didn't have it after that. <laughs> That's where I lost my hair. No, but like, like they, have, they say the whole thing, you've got to spend a month's wages. I just think, you know what? If you like a if ring, you, you like, like it, a ring. you like if it. If you like it, you like it. But I went everywhere. I went hat and garden. I had appointments mm. with people. I talked about budgets, what designs. And I went something different. But every design they kept showing me was like the same mm. plain style. And I thought, well, epic. You're not a plain Jane, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, baby. It's the one something special. And I remember going to Blue Water Shopping Centre and walking around and then I just walked past the jewellery store shop and I just looked at this ring and I was like, that's the ring. And just instantly I knew that was the ring and I went in, I looked at it and then I left. I didn't buy it. I walked out and I went, right, I'm going to think about it and come back because I'm very much of a, let me think about it and come back. Went out. And we went to leave and there was loads of traffic so we couldn't get out of the shopping centre. And so I was with my mate and we said, let's just go back in and just go and have a coffee or something and wait. And I was like, you know what? It's a sign. It's a sign to go back and buy that ring. So I went back, bought the ring. Do you know what? I bet you it was a sign. Because my 90% of a ring, any rings that you would have bought me, I wouldn't have liked. Yeah. Because I am so 
fussy. If you asked me what ring I'm going to wear on my... I wouldn't have even been able to tell you because yeah. I'm so fussy. Yeah. But that ring you gave me, I loved it. And it wasn't just because you gave it to me. It's actually a beautiful ring. But the pressure that comes with it is just um, unreal. I really feel like if you gave it to me and didn't like it, I'd be like, I love it. But, but do you think? however... <laughs> because I'm just so honest, aren't I? Yeah, like, yeah. I could never hide it. I never hide anything from you because I just can't. I physically can't do it. And I think that's what worried me. It was like, could you imagine that? Big, big romantic moment proposing. <laughs> and then it's like, yes, but have you got have the you receipt? receipt? <laughs> Can you get a gift card? Sure. No, it was beautiful. You did a great job. Thank you, babe. did a great, great but, job. You know, that's, that's the stress that comes with it. And here we are. Here we are. And someone told me that I would have met you. Do you want me to talk I about that? I think we should that? go back to this spiritual list. Let's circle back to this. I because forgot about that. I forgot about it now. That was before I met you Oh, my God. Yeah. Talk, talk us through talk us through the events right okay so obviously like i said my nan had passed away and me my mum and my sister were all feeling a bit lost because she was just our whole world mm. her name was shazia may she rest in peace yeah and she died really suddenly as well and we just i think when somebody dies suddenly because you haven't had time to really come to terms with it it hits you even harder mm. Because um, she'd had a heart attack and she survived the heart attack. And, you know, we had some time with her in the hospital and she was fine. And, you know, we were like, oh, okay, she's going to come out of this. Yeah. like. And, and she was talking like she was going to come out of it. And then one day they said, you know, they're going to do an operation where they clear her. Um, they clear her valves or her tubes, I don't really know. But a routine operation. <clears throat> yeah, and they were like, should we do it or not do it? And we kind of toed and froed in the end, she went for it. And we didn't go to see her to the hospital that day because they were like, oh, it's so routine. And I was, I went back to work because I'd missed so much work. And I called her, I said, oh, no, no, I'll see you later. She said, okay. And she never woke up after the operation. And that really hit us hard. Mm, it would do though, because obviously, you know, like you said, when someone's ill... If they're ill, for example, you kind of start to go, oh, it's not looking it's not right. Looking Especially good. if they're older, they're grandparents, yeah. you go, oh, this is not looking great. Mm. We should start thinking about preparations. But if you're getting the phone call that she's gone through something that's, and then come out of it, yeah. and then it's, oh, this is just a routine thing. Exactly. Just a, it hits you even more. We kind of lost her in our heads when we heard she had the heart attack because I'd heard at work. So going into the going to the hospital to East London, I was all the way there. I was like, oh my God, she's not going to be alive when I get there. And then mm. she was, and then she was fine. Yeah. And then the second time it happened, we kind of lost her again and it kind of hit us for six. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so she passed away in March and we were all feeling a bit lost and we're very spiritual. We believe in all of it. We believe that, you know, your loved ones are still around you. We believe in it. So my mum had heard of this medium somewhere in Essex. We were still living in East London then. Um, and we were like, okay, it's like deep in Essex. We've got an address. I can't remember where we got it from. It'd be interesting to try and find that. Try and find. I, I think her name was Sharon. I, that stuck with me. My mum will know. But mm -hmm. anyway, so we drove out there. And it was just me and my mum, Petek didn't come. And we went in there and the woman was like, do you want to read it? It, it was really weird because I had to, like a watch on and she kept looking at me when I walked in. Mm. And um, she was like, do you want to read it? And I was like, no, I didn't want to read it. Yeah. I just wanted some tarot cards read about my future and career and stuff. Like I didn't want it. It scared me a little bit. Yeah. And she kept looking at me and she like, she said to me, are you a spiritual person? I was like, yeah. And she was like, 
I can feel that you have like this energy and it started freaking out and she was like can I hold your bracelet and I took it off and I gave it to her and she just held it and she went you have like you could have this ability to speak to people oh would you God. is it something you would want to goosebumps is it something you would want to work on and I was like no because I believe in all of it yeah and I think if I saw or heard anything like that I think it would it would stay with me because I'm yeah. such you know what I'm like I'm such an empathetic person that I was yeah. like no straight away but she like held my bagel bangle through the whole thing and anyway so my mum started having her reading but the woman just kept looking back at me and my mum's like you know I'm here to like make sure my mum's okay yeah. like is she You're there for support yeah I was just there for support and um, she's saying to Sharon, like, basically, my mum's like, I just want, you know, my mum's passed away. I just want to make sure she's okay because yeah. it was so sudden. And, like, the woman's talking to her and saying, you know, your mum's fine. She's with your dog, like, uh, Arnie that died. Um, and saying all this stuff to my mum. I can't remember exactly everything. But I do remember her saying, like, to my mum, you know, she's happy. Da, da, da. And then she's going to her, your daughters want to go to cyprus this year don't they for holiday no she didn't say cyprus they want to go on a holiday she didn't yeah. say cyprus and my mom was like looked at her like how would she know that yeah. but she was like yeah and she goes you don't want them to go do you because my mom had the dog she didn't want to leave when him. did arnie pass away pass arnie. Away before you know oh yeah yeah arnie passed away right um, no, my mum my mom had Alfie. Yeah, she had Alfie, but he was quite young. Yeah, but my right. mum didn't want to leave him. Right, right, I right. got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sorry. there was no one to leave him with. So yeah. she had to stay with him. And it was going to be me and my sister going away. Mm-hmm. And um, and she was like, and Sharon said, you don't want her, them to go away. My mum's like, no. And then she looked at my mum. And it was oh, it's so hard to explain. You know when you look at someone and you're telling them something you know that you're trying to convince them of, but you're 100% sure of what yeah. you're telling them. She said to her, you have to let them go because one of them is going to meet the love of their life. And she didn't say who. She said oh, she one of them. Oh, she didn't say, she wasn't specifically to you. No, she said um... one of them is going to meet the love of their life. It is important you let them go. Your mum is telling me you have to let them go. And she said, his name's going to start with an E. She said, yeah, like an E. Predicted and in March. Unless got, she was had access to your Facebook to see who you've been blocking. Honestly. And how, how would she know? Like, even when I met you, I never put two and two. I never put that no. together until later when we were talking about it. Yeah. But it was like, it was so bizarre. And I truly believe, and because my sister met her husband that year as well after my yeah, nan died. Yeah, had they met by that point? After my nan died? Yeah, but had they met by the time you went to the spiritualist? The me- I medium? I can't remember. Because obviously his name being starts with an E. Well. No, that he, she didn't meet him in Cyprus though. No, no, she didn't. Met him. Well, she met him. By then they'd already been, they're already together. Yes, because, she, yes, yes, yeah, they had. When I yes, met you, you said, was, she, yes, yeah, they're together. Yes, 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 yeah, they were together. But it was just so bizarre and we both believe both of us me and Petek believe that my nan sent you to me and etim to my sister that because we met you both that year yeah both beginning with e both beginning with e 
and the both the nicest guys we could ever have wished for and it I really don't believe that it's any coincidence that we met you after she passed I believe that she guided you to us it's the universe working in mysterious ways taking someone away from you that you love so much but then replacing you giving you both someone to love new almost and it's just that it's almost like the circle of life almost Mm. isn't it so it was spooky. It but is spooky. It, is spo- <coughs> it was, it was written in the happen. stars. That's it. Go. It was meant to be. There you go. Did she mention anything about like me having a full time TikTok career? Because <laughs> I really need to make some more back. money from it. I'll find Sharon. I'll go and find. Can her. we find Sharon and see if she can do another, <laughs> bring her on the show? Can we? <laughs> us a special guest. <laughs> Shazza, help me out. <laughs> the, t- the algorithm's not picking up the TikToks. <laughs> oh, what do I need to do more of? But isn't that a funny, eh? <clears throat> funny old story, eh? Mm. That's crazy. I'll never forget. Because it's like I, I believe in it all. Mm. I just I don't want to yeah. know about it. Like, it's I, funny I don't think how I could men are like that. My dad's like that. Yeah, like well. I believe in it. Mm. But I believe the thing is, I believe that there's a lot of mediums that, that aren't really mediums. I believe that, that as well. Tarnish the the profession almost. Yeah, but you've got to think in every profession, there's always con men. Yeah, it's not just mediums. Yeah. So it, of course they're gonna have them yeah. as well. Like there's, you know, all sorts of people who say then they are who they're not. And so, you know, I do believe that there are mediums that say they're not, but I've seen too much to know that, you know, to think that there's no such thing because they're 100%. Well, I mean, you know, look, you went to a medium in March who told you that you're going to meet the man of your dreams in Mm. Cyprus. Mm. His name begins with E. Mm. Fast forward to August, you meet me Mm. and... What can I say? I'm the man of your dreams, baby. You are. Mm, almost not, you though. Are. Almost not with the barriers, wasn't it, eh? But it has to be a rocky road, isn't it? it? Nothing, to. it can't come too easy. You that Rocky didn't get the title straight away. <laughs> That's right. He didn't win until Rocky 2. There you go. But he, he, he was the people's champion. There you go. <laughs> and I, you're the, the people's champion, babe. <laughs> God, if TikTok and was around then, I could have, like, diarised it. Done a video <laughs> video diary. But do you know what? I do... I do believe that if social media had been what then what it is now, maybe our relationship wouldn't have been like but this. This is this is what I was talking about last week. How mm. everything's so quick and mm. and you can just like move on and mm. it's just technology now just brings you more people whenever you want. Yeah, Whereas, I could have just met you and gone, oh, he's not my type. Okay, lock him off. Oh, he's wearing week. patches on his on his uh, blazer. Oh, let's not oh. talk about that blazer. Your velvet blazers. What was that? About? That was the fashion then. No, it, it was velvet. It was no, like a velvet. it wasn't. It was. Was it more velour? No, it's not velour. It was more kind of like suede. No. This, I don't know what circles you were moving in because I had not seen anything like that. That was like the that. trend. It was like, a, and it was like, I was, you know, just trying to be smart. Anyway, we're not talking about that. <laughs> we're not talking about fashion sense. <laughs> come a long way in my fashion sense and ironically talking about fashion sense I never used to wear tracksuit bottoms until I met you unless um, you I was actually going to the gym pa- you had that one black one pair, pair that I'd wear if I was going to the gym yeah. I never would wear tracksuits no and I all. started buying them for you yeah and now yeah. I can't I can't get out of them I know because I've urbanised you babe <laughs> I was urban I'm from South <laughs> London love not with that velvet tra- jacket well, no absolutely not <laughs> crushed velvet oh god Look red as well it wasn't red. It was burgundy. It was brown. <laughs> burgundy. <laughs> Not had a lot of Austin Powers. It was awful. Well, do you know what, Epe? That has been quite an emotional episode. I, I had moments of emotion, yeah. laughing. Yeah, because we talked about our grandparents. And this is it, and that's so always the subject. There's so much we could talk about grandparents and yeah. talk about their lives and, mm. and stories about them, but I think that's save that for another episode. Save I that think. for another episode. But, you know, I think... What do you think the key learning from that, from everything we've talked about, Yvette? I would say 
even though one door closes, another one opens. The universe has always got another door ready to open yeah, for you. But you need to be open to it. This is it. I think that's that's probably the thing because if you're not open to that new door, yeah. then the door won't open. There's a lot of open references there, but you know <laughs> what I mean. It's very opening, opening. <laughs> if the you're not, you've got to be open to let the door open. Yeah. The door's unlocked. You've just got to open it. Yeah, definitely. And in this day and age, it's so easy to just leave one door and go to another just because it's there. doesn't mean... Just because it's, it's the right there one. doesn't mean yeah. you should. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's the right one. No. Just it's the one that's open. And doesn't easy. Mean it's the right, doesn't yeah. mean it's the right door to no, open. exactly. Okay. Maybe open it's a window. closing. <laughs> maybe it's a window instead. <laughs> maybe it's a patio door. Oh, maybe it's a French, French door. door. Oh, I love a French Sliding door. <laughs> An island and a French door. That's all oh, we want in life. Oh, God, yeah. Well, look, you know, good luck with your keynote this week, you and Petek. Oh, You're going to yeah, smash thank it. You. I know you will. The keynote speech. Thank you. On Tuesday. <laughs> and I've got my stand-up open mic spot on Wednesday, which I'm looking yeah. forward to. Nervous. Yeah. This yeah. is like to a whole new crowd as well. So fingers crossed. You'll be amazing. Oh, you always thanks, are. Babe. You always thanks, are. Babe. Oh, you're biased. I'm not. You are funny. So says a sellout crowd every time you play. So oh, stop it. It's not just me. No, oh, I'm a support act, but you know. <laughs> Obviously, I'll take big it. Big up Sula, we love big, her. I mean, Sula's just an icon and a diva. Big up Sula. Never, never, never put icon. her down. Lift her, raise her up. Raise her up for real. We'll get Sula on the show one week, hopefully. <gasps> oh, could you imagine? Oh, oh we've got to get her on. We'll yeah, get Sula on. We will, we will. Thanks for listening, everyone. Don't forget to like and subscribe and review. And we'll be back next week with another podcast. Thank you. See you later. Bye.